Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show on Spotify and Live 365. We have a crazy week to talk about. Tennessee Volunteers' big win against South Alabama. Florida losing to Missouri. The Grizzlies games, then winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one. Same old, same old with the Grizzlies so far this season. Talking about the Tennessee Titans, and they have a big loss against the Texans. Mm-mm-mm. I'll get into that also. And the Memphis Tigers football team, the SEC and the NFL, and see who's on top of the West and on the East in the NBA. Hopefully my mic is working a whole lot better now. I do apologize. I don't know what's going on with my mic, but got that working on so like i said we got a lot to talk about here on the tyler harrison show but first as always we're going to get into first the tennessee volunteers so tennessee volunteers went up against south alabama last saturday and they beat south alabama 60 60 6 0 to 14 so a big big win for the volunteers and not only was it a big win but now they are bowl eligible which means they can go bowling and if they get another win this saturday against vanderbilt and which they should because vanderbilt has not been doing good this year and they're playing in tennessee for tennessee's last home game so all sets up for tennessee to have a big big victory and if they just beat Vanderbilt, that's just like a cherry on top because we're already bowl eligible. So hopefully, you know, we'll be even more bowl eligible. I hope they can go to the Music City Bowl or Liberty Bowl, one of the bowls that I can go to. That would be pretty cool. That way I can go to a bowl game. But like I was saying, Tennessee beat South Alabama 60 to 14. Now, as always, we will go over the stats for the Tennessee Volunteers. So, the Tennessee Volunteers had a total of 561 yards, and through the air, they had a total of 311 passing yards. On the ground, they had a total of 250 rushing yards. They averaged 7.8 yards per play. They had 28 First downs, they were 8 for 11 on third downs. They were 0 for 1 on fourth downs. They had a total of 72 plays. They punted the ball two times. They had six penalties for 45 yards. That's not too good, but still, they got a huge victory. They had no fumbles, no interceptions, and they had the ball for only 23 minutes. Now, let's look over at South Alabama. South Alabama only had... 285 total yards and they only had 216 passing yards and 69 rushing yards and they only had 4.1 yards per play they only had 13 first downs they were one for 16 on third downs And they were 5 for 8 on 4th downs. That's pretty good. And they had a total of 69 plays. They punted the ball 6 times. They had 4 penalties for 30 yards. They had no fumbles, no interceptions. They had the ball for a total of 37 minutes. 
So, not too, too terrible for them, but still, especially one number that sticks out for South Alabama is that 1-16 on third downs. That, you're not going to win games doing that. Tennessee, 8 for 11, that's pretty good. So, up next for Tennessee, Tennessee Volunteers will be going up against the Vanderbilt Commodores. So, and this should be a pretty easy match for Tennessee, especially because Vanderbilt is only 2-9 and nine overall, like, the whole season. And they are 0-7. and seven. They are not won one game in the SEC. They are at the very bottom of the conference. So, you know, Tennessee should win this game. They should win this game by good margin. Especially because they will be in Tennessee and it's Tennessee's last home game. But no matter what, for the Volunteers, they will probably be going bowling. They will, The only reason they would not go to a bowl is if the college football people do not let them because of this stuff that happened with Jeremy Pruitt and all that. But I think that they will still let them, and they're not going to take that away. They should not take that away from this team because this is a whole new team, a whole new coaching staff, and they've done a really, really good job because Josh Heupel, whenever he first came into Tennessee, literally he was working with what he had in bits and pieces. A lot of your main guys, they were on that team that last year, you know, before you came in, left and got transferred and left and went to different schools. And now you're working with practically, you know, from scratch almost, you, you know, and it was really, really, really hard. Yeah, you had some people that were from last season that, you know, carried on and still was there like maze and everything. But for the most part, this is, he had to start all over and it's his first, you know, season. So for them to do this good for the situation that he was put in says a whole lot about Josh Heupel and makes me so excited for next season because now he gets to recruit. Now he has a whole, you know, from the end of season to beginning of season to prepare and everything. And Florida, they lost their head coach, and so they're going through that change. And so hopefully next year, next year's looking really, really good for the Tennessee Volunteers. But we got to focus on this year, this last game against Vanderbilt and whoever we play against in the bowl game. So one, maybe two games left for the Tennessee Volunteers. And then that's it. No more college football for the Tennessee Volunteers. The season will be over. It ended way too fast. It always comes and it goes just like that. You know, that's why I try to, you know, tell people, you know, around this time I try not to schedule too many things on Saturday because literally college football is just from September to December and then that's it. That's it. And then you have your bowl games and everything and the NFL's still on. But for college football, they don't play very, very long. 
And since they only play, you know, once a week, you know, every game really, really matters and really, really counts. So, but for them to do this good in the situation that they're in says a whole lot about this football team. But right now, that's all we're going to talk about with the Tennessee Volunteers. Like I said, this is the last game. Vanderbilt had a big, big win against South Alabama last week. And today, they will be playing against Vanderbilt. It will be their last game of the regular season. And hopefully, they'll get a bowl game. But we're about to go to a commercial break. Um, If you're listening to on Spotify, it'll probably just continue. But if you're on Live 365... We'll be going to a quick commercial break. When we get back, we will be talking about the SEC and the Memphis Tigers. This is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show here on Spotify and 4 Star Sports Media on Live 365. We will be back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everyone. This is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show here on Spotify and Live 365. So, the Memphis Tigers. Last week, last Friday, they lost their game to Houston. Now they got one more game left against Tulane, I do believe. If I'm saying that wrong, I do apologize. But it's their last game. And they're playing in Memphis. This is the last home game. They're not going to go to a bowl. They're not going to be doing anything this season other than this last game. So, Memphis. Memphis Tigers football team. Please, just get one last win. That's it. Think this is your bowl game. Play this as a bowl game. Play this because it is. It is your last game. So, go out there and leave it all out on the field because you had a really good chance at going to a bowl game and having a winning season. But unfortunately for y'all, you did not. But this, you can get this last win and make it a big win to get some kind of confidence going in to next season if possible. So, with that same, we're going to move over to the SEC. So, last week in the SEC, we're going to go over the scores and who won and who lost. Starting with number one, Georgia. So, Georgia beat Charleston 56-7. to Texas A&M beat something view. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce that. Not at this moment, but they beat them 52-3. to No wonder I don't know your name if you're going to be losing games like that. Mississippi State beat Tennessee State 55-10. to Kentucky beat New Mexico 56-16. to Alabama beat Arkansas 42-35, to which I was really hoping... Arkansas was going to come out with that win. And my most favorite of them all, Missouri beat Florida 
Let me repeat that again. Missouri beat Florida 24-23. to 23. Well, I gotta say it again because it just sounds so good. Missouri beat Florida 24-23. to 23. And after that game, Florida fired their head coach. So now they go to get a new head coach, which is probably going to mess up the whole Florida program because you're messing up with the chemistry and all this and that, which I hope it does. I hope they go through a rebuilding year just like Tennessee did. I hope we, Tennessee Volunteers, can have a better year next year, especially against the Florida Gators. But anyway, continuing, South Carolina beat Auburn 21-17. to Ole Miss beat Vanderbilt 31-17, to which that's kind of surprising, you know, that that Ole Miss only scored 31 points, but they won 31-17. to Tennessee, like we were talking about earlier, beat South Alabama 60-14. to LSU beat UL Moron 27-14. So, in the SEC... Tennessee scored the most points last week. A little fun fact there. But this week in the SEC, so far, we've already had a few games already played. Like Mississippi State and Ole Miss already played earlier this week. And Ole Miss won 31-21. Arkansas already played earlier this week and beat Missouri 34 to 17. Now, today we will have Georgia going up against Georgia Tech, Florida also going up against Florida State, and you're going to have Alabama going up against Auburn. And as we talked about earlier, we're going to have Tennessee versus Vanderbilt, Texas A&M versus LSU. Clemson versus South Carolina, and Kentucky versus Louisville. So those are the remainder of the games for this week. And I will go over these games and tell you who I think is going to win. Now Georgia versus Georgia Tech. Give me Georgia. They've been rolling. I don't see them stop rolling. Florida State versus Florida. Well, normally I think Florida will win, even though I don't like Florida. But I'm going to go with Florida State. And hopefully Florida State can pull a big upset against Florida. Auburn versus Alabama. I'll be cheering for Auburn. Vanderbilt versus Tennessee. Of course I'm going to be cheering for Tennessee. Come on now. Tennessee's going to knock Vanderbilt's socks off, hopefully. LSU versus Texas A&M. Now that's going to be a good game. Mm. On this one... I want to say LSU, but I just got a feeling that Texas A&M is going to take this one. But I'm going to go with LSU. That's my pick. Clemson versus South Carolina. Mm, that's another tricky one. Give me Clemson. And Kentucky versus Louisville. Give me Kentucky. So, those are the SEC games. And like I said, we already had two games already played. And... One of those games had two of the SEC teams in it, and that was Arkansas and Missouri. And Arkansas beat Missouri big by 34-17. to And that Ole Miss game versus Mississippi State, and Ole Miss won 
31 to 21. And that's all we have for the SEC part of today's show. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, we have another segment coming up after this break. But before we go to break, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And I will continue to bring every episode every Saturday morning, even after football season. After football season, we're probably going to deep, deep more into basketball season. But there is still one week left in college football. And this is probably going to be a really exciting week. You know, we already know who's going to go to the bowl and who's not pretty much. Like with Tennessee, we really don't know if they're going to let them go to the bowl, but they are bowl eligible. So, like I was saying, those are the SEC games for the rest of the week. Should be a good week. And like I said, thank you all for listening and supporting me. But we're going to take a small commercial break here. If you're listening on the four-star sports media on Live 365 app. If you're on Spotify, it'll probably just continue. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans and the NFL. So stay tuned. Stay with us. This is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show here on Four Star Sports Media on Live 365 and on Spotify. We will be back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back everyone. This is the Tyler Harrison Show on Spotify, and this is Tyler Harrison. Alright, we're going to get into some Tennessee Titans right now. So, the Tennessee Titans in their last game against the Texans, the, at the time, 1-7, and seven, no, 1-8, and eight, let me rephrase that, 1-8 and eight Texans went up against the 8-2 and two Titans, and Texans won. They did not let Tennessee score at all in the first half, and the second half, Tennessee only scored 13 points. Not very good for the Tennessee Titans. So, get into some of their stats. So, the Tennessee Titans had a total of 420 yards, even though that, that's a good number. I like that number. And they had a total of 317 passing yards, 103 rushing yards. They averaged 5.3 yards per play. They had 26 first downs. They were 6 for 15 on third downs. They were 2 for 4 on fourth downs. They had a total of 79 plays. They allowed two sacks. They had punted the ball two times. They had five penalties for 52 yards. They had one fumble, and this is where it hurt them the most. They had four interceptions. Mm, mm, mm. Not good. And so, I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, besides those four interceptions... They were doing better than Texans. So let's compare them to the Texans. So total yards. Tennessee had 420. The Texans had 190. Passing yards. Tennessee had 317. Texas had 107. Rushing yards. The Tennessee Titans had 103. The Texans had 83. 
on yards per play, Tennessee had 5.3. The Texans had 3.1. On first downs, Tennessee had 26 first downs versus the Texans only had 15 first downs. And on third downs, Tennessee was 6 for 15 on third downs, and the Texans were 6 for 17 on third downs. When it came to fourth downs, Tennessee was 2 for 4 on fourth downs, and the Texans were 1 for 1. And Tennessee had a total of 79 plays, and the Texans only had a total of 62 plays. Now, this is where one... This is where they first got hurt in the sacks. So Texans did not allow any sacks while the Tennessee Titans got sacked twice. So, and whenever it comes to punts, Texans punted the ball seven times and the Tennessee Titans only punted the ball two times. And the Texans had seven penalties for 50 yards and Tennessee had five penalties for 52 yards. So the Texans had more penalties, but the penalties that Tennessee got were for more yards because Tennessee had five penalties that cost them 52 yards. The Texans had seven penalties that only cost them 50 yards. So they had, Texans had more penalties our penalties cost us more yards. And this is where the Tennessee Titans really did bad. The Texans had no fumbles, while the Tennessee Titans had one fumble. The Texans had no interceptions, while the Tennessee Titans threw four interceptions. The Texans had the ball for a total of 29 minutes and 38 seconds. And the Tennessee Titans had the ball for a total of 30 minutes and 22 seconds. So if you look at there over that and through the, you know, comparing them, Tennessee did good, but those four interceptions, that one fumble loss, and your penalties, and getting sacked twice, you know, that right there killed them. So, this week, on Sunday, Tennessee Titans will be going up against the New England Patriots. So, hopefully, they can beat the Patriots and finish off their season really, really good. Now, let's get into the NFL last week. So, last week, the Buccaneers beat the Giants. The Chargers beat the Steelers, the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, the Chiefs beat the Cowboys, the Bengals beat the Raiders. Probably should tell you all the scores too, so let me go back over that. The Giants lost to the Buccaneers 10-30. to The Chargers beat the Steelers 41-37. to The Cardinals beat the Seahawks 23 to 13. The Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19 to 9. The Bengals beat the Raiders 32 to 13. The Eagles beat the Saints 40 to 29. The Dolphins beat the Jets 24 to 17. 
the 49ers beat the Jaguars 30-10. to As we just talked about, the Texans beat the Titans 22-13. to Washington beat the Panthers 27-21. to The Cleveland Browns beat the Detroit Lions 13-10. to The Colts beat the Bills 41-15. to the Vikings beat the Pan- the Packers 34 to 31. And the Ravens beat the Bears 16 to 13. And the Patriots beat the Falcons 25 to 0. So that was last week in the NFL and also earlier this week we had the Bears Versus the Lions, and the Bears beat the Lions 16 to 14. We also had the Raiders and the Cowboys, where the Raiders were able to come out with a victory 36 to 33. The Bills shut down the Saints in a 31 to 6 victory. All those were yesterday. Now, coming this Sunday, you will have the Saints. Hold on, not the Saints, because they already played. I was just talking about them. The Steelers versus the Bengals. The Panthers versus the Dolphins. The Eagles versus the Giants. The Titans versus the Patriots. The Falcons versus the Jaguars. The Buccaneers versus the Colts. It'll be the Jets taking on the Texans. The Chargers versus the Broncos. The Vikings versus the 49ers. The Rams versus the Packers. And the Browns versus the Ravens. And the Seahawks versus Washington. And then you'll also have Thursday, the Cowboys versus the Saints. So, pretty good games going on. And plus a few, you know, like the Tennessee Titans losing was not expecting Tennessee Titans to lose, you know, that game. I was hoping they would, you know, win out the rest of their games, but at least they're still going to be able to go to the playoffs, and that is big for the Tennessee Titans. But we're going to take another quick commercial break here, and if you're on Spotify, it'll probably just cut through and go on to the next segment. But if you're on listening on Live 365 on the Four Star Sports Media, then it will be a commercial break. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies and some big news for the Memphis Grizzlies. Not good news, but big news for the Memphis Grizzlies. Whenever we come back, this is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show here on Live 365 on Four Star Sports Media and on Spotify. We will be back after these messages. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everyone. This is Tyler Harrison, and this is the Tyler Harrison Show on Spotify and on the Live 365 app on Four Star Sports Media and also on Four Star Sports Sports Media 
com. So, the Memphis Grizzlies. So, since last time we talked, the Memphis Grizzlies lost to the Timberwolves. And they lost to the Timberwolves pretty bad. 138-95. to Mm-mm-mm. In the first quarter, Timberwolves had 40 points to Memphis's 23. In the second quarter, Timberwolves had 32 to Memphis's 20. In that third quarter, the Timberwolves had 41 to Memphis's 28. And then in the fourth quarter, they had the Timberwolves had 25, and the Memphis Grizzlies only had 24. So they ended up beating them 138 to 95. Not good at all. And the Memphis Grizzlies only shot 34.9% from the field, 28.1% from the three, and but they had 80% on the free throws. But still not good for the Memphis Grizzlies. And then they go on and they play the Jazz. So you just lost to the Timberwolves in this huge, embarrassing, you know, loss. You know, should have won that game. Should have not been like that. So then you go up against the Jazz. And the Jazz, at this time, are doing good. They're like, they're on top of the conference. Not on the very top, but they're up there. And Memphis Grizzlies ended up winning 119 to 118. So this was a very back and forth, back and forth kind of matchup. And the Memphis Grizzlies pretty much won it in the second half. And I remember I was listening to this game, and it was, I wish I would have watched it because it was probably really exciting. But it came down to a tip, and the Grizzlies were down by two points. And they tip it off. Grizzlies win the tip. I think they passed it to Jared Jackson Jr., and he shot the three to win the game. So, big, big buzzer beater win right there for the Memphis Grizzlies. And they did a whole lot better. They had, they were 44.2% from the field and 37.1% from threes and 81.5% from free throws. And they only had seven turnovers and they had 10 steals in that game. So that game a whole lot better. And then they go and play the Raptors. And then they end up losing to the Raptors. I know. Same old story with the Grizzlies. They win one and then they lose one. And then they win two and then lose two. Same old, same old. So they lost to the Raptors. And they lost 126 to 113. The field goal from field goal range they were doing better though as they had fifty one point two percent from field and thirty one point percent from third pointer, but their free throws dropped as they went down to seventy six point nine percent through the free throw line. And the Grizzlies 
only had six steals. And what really killed them is they had 14 turnovers to the Raptors' 10 turnovers. And then we got the last game that they just played against the Atlanta Hawks. And they lost to the Atlanta Hawks 132-100. to And as I was saying before that we took a commercial break on the last segment, some big news for Memphis is John Morant injured his left knee in the first quarter and did not return to the game. So that is very, very concerning for the Memphis Grizzlies because he was their rock. He was their leader. And if he goes down, that is a huge, huge loss for the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, good thing for the Grizzlies is they do have a good lot of good backup. But still, that is a big loss. Now, before this game, I'm going to tell you the standings before this game. This game happened last night. And I forgot to look at the updated standings, but we'll bring them to you next week. The updated updated on that day, new standings. But this this is pretty much the same standings. It didn't I don't think anything really changed. So the Warriors are on top of the West with fifteen and two. At second place is the Suns at fifteen and three. And then the Jazz at 3 at 12 and 6. Then the Mavericks are in 4th at 10 and 7. The Clippers are in 5th at 10 and 8. The Trailblazers are at 10 and 8. And they are in 6th spot. And the Grizzlies were in the 7th spot at 9 and 9. So, but now they're 9 and 10. So, it depends on if the Timberwolves won or lost because the Timberwolves were right behind them at 9 and 9. And then right below them at number 9, has a lot of 9s. I'm sorry. It's 7th is the Grizzlies and 8th is the Timberwolves. Both of them have a, at the time, had a winning record of 9 and 9. 9 wins, 9 losses. And in ninth place, right behind the Timberwolves, is the Lakers at 10 and 10. The Nuggets are in 10th place at 9 and 9. And the Thunder are in 11th place at 6 and 12. The Kings are in 12th, and they are only 6 and 12. The Spurs are in 13th, and they're 4 and 12. The Pelicans are in 14th. And they are 4-16. and 16. And last place is the Rockets. And they are 2-16. Now, on the east side, the Nets are on top of the west side with a number one spot at 14 wins and 5 losses. And then right below them at number two is the Heat. At 12 wins and 7 losses. In number 3. In third place. Is the Chicago Bulls. And they're 12 and 7. 
And fourth is the Washington Wizards at 11 and 7. And fifth is the Charlotte Hornets at 12 and 8. Six is the Milwaukee Bucks at 11 and 8. At seven, you got the New York Knicks at 10 and 8. And eighth is the 76ers at 10 and 8. And ninth is the Hawks who are 10 and 9. The Celtics who are 10th are 10 and 9. The Cavaliers are 9 and 10 and they're 11th. At 12th are the Raptors and they're 9 and 10. The Pacers are in 13th and they're 8 and 12. The Pistons are in 14th and they're 4 and 14. And last place is the New Orleans Magic at 15th with a record of 4 and 15. So those are the NBA standings of before today. So they might have changed a little, but not too much. Golden State and then Nets are still on top. The Grizzlies are probably going to go down. And the Timberwolves are probably going to go up. Just depending on the Timberwolves win or not their next game. Or if they won their last game. I don't know if they played last night or not. But that is all that we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you very much for listening to The Tyler Harrison Show here on Spotify and on Four Star Sports Media on Live 365 and on the fourstarsportsmedia.com. I thank you all very, very much for listening. I will be back next Saturday morning for another episode of The Tyler Harrison Show. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I can't say thank you enough for giving me your time and listening. So we'll be back next Saturday with another episode. But for right now, it is goodbye. I hope all of you had a wonderful week and a wonderful Thanksgiving and had a great time with y'all's families. I sure did. And I thank you very, very much for everything and for all your support, I will be back, like I said, next Saturday. So be looking out for the Tyler Harrison shows every Saturday morning on Spotify. Thank you all, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. This is Tyler Harrison signing off on the Tyler Harrison Show.